0: 15 minutes of
1: flame, the hottest podcast on the internet. That was uh, Bob Seeger. We got the fire down below. Get a background here. Um, How about uh, what do I want to get today? What do I want to get? Not that. Let's go tropical today. Got a bit of a tropical show today. There we go. Well, welcome to another edition of uh, Fifteen Minutes of
0: Flame, and it's going to be a bit of an abbreviated edition today because um, I, I am being drawn into some extracurricular activities today. Um, which means that I have to uh, shorten the show a little bit. Give me more time to attend to those extracurricular activities, if you know what I'm saying. But I promise I will give you at least an hour's worth of information and hopefully uh, entertainment, infotainment, as they say, in the biz. I was uh,
1: searching for a, a fire song, and that was the one I
0: landed on. There's, there's this one song by this group, Vitamin Z. It's called Burning Flame. And I actually really liked the song, surprisingly. Um, but I just felt like it was Bob Seger's time. And Bob Seger, to me, is one of the most underrated American rock musicians, performers. I mean, the guy, the guy has these iconic songs you know like a rock right i mean come on became the the anthem for chevy and their trucks that's how iconic it is and you know he's one of these guys that comes out of the you know he's a he's a rust belt rocker he's he's from detroit and um i saw bob seager one time and he was incredible he was really really incredible it was my uh talked about this before but it was my second concert and the headliner was of course kiss and it was the kiss alive tour which was sort of peak kiss in a lot of ways at least for me because after that i started to just go okay enough of these guys you know you're 13 14 years old and they're like they're like comic book characters right The, the pyrotechnics and the loud guitars and so, Bob Seeger opened for Kiss, and I'm like, this guy's fucking amazing. He's really amazing. And his, he had a guy who could play saxophone and harmonica, and his name was Alto Reed. <laughs> and he played with him for a long time. He was really, really good. So, a little Bob Seeger for you to start your day. The fire down below. Fire seems to be a theme, whether it's um, the fires on the ground or the fires burning, the smoldering coals of people now beginning to get a little triggered by the chatter that says the lockdowns are coming back. How does that make you feel?
1: Doesn't make me feel all warm and fuzzy. I can tell you that. Um,
0: I think it's an issue. I think it's a serious issue. Because this time, I don't think they're going to open it back up. They're going to play for keeps, right? I mean, they can run this thing all the way through to November twenty twenty four. They can. I mean, they. Now, I have thought that they will have this election, and it will be the last election. But they can run this fucking table. They can call a state of emergency again. <clears throat> now this is where it's going to get interesting with the states. What is Ron DeSantis going to do, right? Ron DeSantis is running for president, and there are uh, debates coming. Right? Ron DeSantis, even though his platform is really uneven, like he started off basically promoting the party line then eventually he verges off. I give him credit for verging
1: off. He's a Virgo. He verges.
0: But he still started off that way. In Texas, it was kind of the the opposite. We had Greg Abbott, who was essentially saying, you know what? We're not going to do it. We're not going to do, it. we're not going to, he had this announcement and there is a little tiny loophole in the announcement. And who's this? It's
1: a bit from Austin. Um... Oh yeah, those are nice. Turn my finger down.
0: Yeah, so there was a loophole in Greg Abbott's announcement and the loophole was that
1: if you're a city, you could determine
0: COVID policy on your own. And I think it was the, um, the city lawyer for San Antonio
1: who figured it out and
0: it was like, okay, well, we can shut the city down. And Abbott didn't do anything. He said, well, you know, it was there. You could have done it. You figured it out. Congratulations. So then what happened? You had all these other cities going in because San Antonio figured out that there was a loophole in Greg Abbott's mandate. I still don't think that Abbott um,
1: rescinded the executive order here in Texas. I'm pretty sure he did.
0: I'll have to find out tomorrow. I don't want to break the continuity of the show right now. So Abbott started out like, okay, well, we're going to be one of those states where,
1: you know, look, it will be voluntary. You want to put a mask on, put a mask on. But then it
0: flipped. And you know when it flipped? It flipped when Mike Pence came to Texas. Mike Pence came to Texas.
1: He met with Greg Abbott in Dallas. And right after Pence left, Abbott went full bore, vax mask tard, and shut down r- restaurants and bars.
0: Just, just he just creamed them. Right, the liquor stores were open, box lot stores were open, everything that was kind of happening on a national level. Abbott instituted here, and then he. This is the weird part. He hired this company to do contra, uh, contact tracing, right? And all these companies came in with these bids, and he didn't take the highest bid. He didn't take the lowest bid. There was this company that was kind of in the middle. And they had a really spotty track record of providing, like, communication services, phone bank stuff. Really, the guy was, I think it was from Bangladesh, and he started with a phone bank service from Bangladesh. So Abbott hires this guy and his company who's really small. He totally fucked up something in Tennessee, too. Like, there was a big fuck up in Tennessee with this guy's company. And Abbott gave him this money, and we never saw any of the contact tracing. Well, thank God for that, because apparently he hired uh, a company that was inept. But still, it was public money, right, that just went down the shitter. I'm like, And that all happened after Pence as well. You know, Pence probably came in and said, give these guys the contract. Pence gave Abbott his walking papers or his, his instruction manual. That's what happened. So it's going to be interesting to see where the states are with this whole thing. Are they going to, you know, fall in line, march again? We, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, um, a nurse came by to work with my mother. And she said that,
1: there is something out now, right? There is something COVID-like
0: that's, that's hitting people now. That's what she said about two weeks ago. I want, to, I want people to remember that there have been millions of people in this country who have taken experimental vaccines, technologies, some of which have had extremely deleterious effects. You know, the, there are a lot of died suddenly's out there. A lot of young people with myocarditis. Notice how we, how we haven't heard about Bronny James. No uh, no press releases. Oh, Bronny James will be fine. He's set to play basketball at USC
1: this fall. I think, I think uh, basketball
0: season starts up in, in November for the
1: colleges.
0: He's in this winding down basketball season starts. So as the crow flies, we've got um, September, October, November, three months, three months to see if Bronny James is going to play this season. He may not play. He may not play. And how does,
1: how do they spin that? The most popular man in basketball around the world. LeBron James, and the long-awaited debut of
0: Bronny playing at USC, the Kardashians, Snoop Dogg, they're all sitting courtside, right? That's what they're waiting for. It It is the arrival of the court prince,
1: and what happens if he doesn't?
0: You know, that's one of the reasons why um, USC, along with UCLA, moved to the Big Ten. The Big Ten is thinking, we're going to get Bronny James. We're going to get a season of Bronny James here.
1: Actually, that's not true. Because Bronny would probably be a one and done
0: guy. And they don't go into the Big Ten or Big 12 or whatever it is until next season. and So who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe it'll take a season for them to find uh, the right blood thinner so he can actually play.
1: So a lot has happened. A lot has happened, obviously.
0: But is there more that's going to happen? Are we going to see the downstream effects of these experimental technologies now making people sicker. Is that what's going to happen here, right? That was always sort of the ace in the hole that could be played, because at some point they could ramp up the stats. Oh look, that's what they did last time. It was so insidious, you know. Looking back, and we will be looking back. It's a Mercury retrograde. It's coming, right? Looking back, we saw
1: we saw the plan. We saw the plan. We saw a bunch of people theoretically die, right? They theoretically, who were the people that died? The people that died were in assisted living, senior homes. Those were the killing fields, behind closed doors, New York, Cuomo, that's where they got their stats.
0: That's where they got their stats. And they folded in all these other maladies. You remember? During that time,
1: the cases of cancer were just nowhere to be found.
0: Seasonal flu, nowhere to be found. There were cases where people had died and they would check the COVID box. Bar wreck, COVID. You know what I'm talking about. We were there. Do we have such short memories? That's how they built the stats. They needed the stats. They needed to establish that the thing was deadly, the most deadly thing ever.
1: That's what happened. It was a fear virus. So then of course, they bring out the testing.
0: What do they use as a test? PCR. Polymerous Chain Reaction. Look, I'll show you right here. I'll show you right here.
1: Sit right next to me. Right there. That's the guy. Harry Mullis. Great book, by the way. Highly recommended. I had it when it first came out. This, is, uh, this was sent to me when I was um, at
0: Mondo 2000 Pantheon Books. Uh, let's see, so the back cover, Carrie Mollis may be our quirkiest noble laureate. In this entertaining romp through diverse fields of inquiry, he displays the open-mindedness, eccentricity, brilliance, and general curmudgeonliness that makes him the colorful character he is. The stories are engaging, informative, and fun. That's Andrew Weil. Gerald Posner, who was uh, is a, uh, a biographist, the brilliant and thoroughly original Carrie Mullis has produced a witty, irreverent, and wildly entertaining book. It is wonderfully provocative and stimulating. At last, Hunter Thompson meets Stephen Hawking. This is a great book. It talks about astrology in here, too.
1: Um, I need to... I need to, I, I, I need to reread this book. Look what I just opened to. I opened to a chapter here. Let me read this to you. This has to do with global warming. This is from page 118, Dancing Naked in the Mindfield. That's the name of the book. And then The chapter is What Happened to the Scientific Method. Let me read this to you. When the UV
0: rays from the sun combined with oxygen, they form ozone. The ozone thus formed absorbs UV light, which continues to come from the sun, it prevents it from penetrating any further into the oxygen below. That has not been converted to ozone. That is why we have oxygen to breathe. Down here in ozone in the upper atmosphere. If all the nations in the world agreed to spend all of their money to eliminate the ozone layer, They couldn't do it. It can't go away unless all the oxygen in the atmosphere were to go away. And then guess what? We couldn't breathe until the green plants made some more. The ozone in the upper atmosphere regulates itself. If you measure a drop in some variable like ozone, it doesn't mean it is going or gone. Put a stick on the beach marking the edge of the last wave while the tide is coming in then come back in an hour with another stick. You'll notice that the tide has come in 10 feet in an hour. But if you predict that in a year, the tide will have come in 80,000 feet, you'd be dead wrong. The concept of human beings are capable of causing the planet to overheat or lose its ozone seems about as ridiculous as blaming the Magdalenian paintings for the last ice age. There is a notion that our emissions are causing the temperature of the planet to go up, even though the temperature is not going up. Even if the temperature were going up, we would be foolish to think we caused it. We could just as reasonably blame it on cows.
1: Interesting. In the 19th
0: century, the temperature went down. In this century, it's gone up only by half a degree. The trend over the last two centuries is down not warmer. So if you like to worry, worry what we might be moving into a new
1: ice age. We could be. There you go. Right? That's one of the reasons why they wanted this guy gone. He was too smart. Too smart and not bought in. Great book, I need to read this again. Really good book. I
0: forget where he gets into astrology. He gets into a little LSD on this book. Very interesting character. I wanted to interview him one time. He wanted to charge
1: me $10,000. It's a long time ago. Here we go, this is what he says here about the CDC.
0: The CDC continues to add new diseases to the grand AIDS definition. The CDC has virtually doctored the books to make it appear as if the disease continues to spread. In 1993, for example, the CDC enormously broadened its AIDS definition. This was happily accepted by county health authorities who received $2,500 from the feds per year under the Ryan White Act for
1: every reported AIDS case. He was on it. He was on it. Here's another one. Uh, This is about
0: AIDS, PCR. He says, the more I learned, the more outspoken I became as a responsible scientist convinced that people were being killed by useless drugs. I could not remain silent. The responses I received from my colleagues range from moderate acceptance to outright venom. When I saw I was invited to speak about PCR at the European Federation of Clinical Investigation in Toledo, Spain, I told them that I would like to speak about HIV and AIDS instead. I don't think they understood exactly what they were getting into when they agreed. Halfway through my speech, the president of the society cut me off. He suggested I answer some questions from the audience. I thought it was incredibly rude and totally out of line that he cut me off, but what the hell? I would answer questions. He opened the floor to questions and then decided that he would ask the first one. Did I understand that I was being irresponsible? I replied that fairly reliable statistics from the CDC shown that in the United States, at least the number of reported cases of every known venereal disease was increasing meaning people were not using condoms. While using the initial definition of AIDS, the number of reported cases of AIDS was decreasing. So no, I didn't understand that I was being irresponsible. He decided that that was enough questions and ended the meeting abruptly. So Kerry Mullis was on to them. He was on to them. And just before COVID happened, Conveniently, he had a heart attack. Remember how disparagingly he spoke about Tony Fauci?
1: Um, he actually mentions Luke Montagnier in here. Very interesting. I need to reread this. I remember it being a really good read. Uh, I have to reread this. That's on
0: that's on my uh, that's on my that is this is on my docket right here. On my docket, but it was just sitting right next to me. Didn't uh, didn't plan it at all. Um, okay, let's see what's going on with you guys, and we'll we'll get into this a little bit. And I got to. I have to do an abbreviated show before I go or before I get into meeting and greeting the best chat experience on the internet. Got a big announcement. At our event
1: here in the Hill Country, and I, I forgot to bring it up today, but I'm gonna bring it up today,
0: tomorrow, on astral weather. At our event in the Hill Country, we we have a special guest that is going to be with us. And that guest is the one and only Dr. Narco. Longo. how about that narco longo is coming to texas and uh it's going to be part of the festivities so um he's going to talk about something he's always got something to say and interesting and fresh takes so we're going to work him into the uh into the program uh, as part of the event so it's going to be great so we already have a completely star studded affair shauna home uh, I'm going to be there. We're going to have Dr. Marco Longo, my friend, Mark S. Um, we have Leela who's going to be working on the healing side. We have Darlena, who's going to be doing the, the, uh, sort of the eclipse version of, uh, human design. It's going to be freaking great. Like this is going to, this is going to be the cornucopia,
1: the cornucopia of the, uh, Hill Country gathering that we do here. All right. Let me get into used. Use. Where am I? Here we go. Uh,
0: let's see. Who do we have here? There's my man, DJ MC. TJ, what's happening, Thomas? Hanging Laundry. Hanging Laundry. Kelly uh, Kelly B. Hello again.
1: Hello again.
0: Leela Element. Good to see you. One AI. It's Tuesday already. Yes, it is. Should I ask someone for clarification or after I hit them on the head? Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes when somebody's halfway across the
1: country, it's hard to hit them on the head. But I understand. Uh,
0: let's see. Lisa W. CN's up. More. More. <laughs> I don't know why I fucking butchered that.
1: Good to see you. Um, who else do we have?
0: Hail, Aeris. Just for the hail of it, door to door. There's my man, Steve. Crossfire Cat in the house. What's happening, Cross? Harry Bowie, also now known as Harry Boo Seven, I Like that. Serious Jazz. What would be Serious Jazz? Zornet Coleman, Serious Jazz.
1: Is Albert Eiler Serious Jazz? Wynn Marsalis would like to think he's Serious Jazz. Janet Landers in the house. Love Bobby Seeger. Bob Seeger was great.
0: He's retired. Right. He's done. but what's up, Hook? In AstroChat, I mentioned the day would be rough. Well, for me, at least, due to the Scorpio moon. It's the second of my uh Scorpio. Oh. Uh,
1: and it's on the moon. Kelly B. We love you. It's hard. It's hard losing a mother with a Scorpio moon. Right? It really is. It goes deep. That's what happens. These days go deep. <sighs> well, we're here. Incredible performer. Bob Seeger was fucking great. He's fucking great. Underrated. Meeting Larry today after this
0: show. Look at that. Lynn is going 3D. 3D, okay, so we'll go, Lynn, since you brought it into the public. I got a a phone call,
1: I think about two weeks ago, from Larry in San Antonio. And um, Larry had connected with me through the the G-Zone,
0: through Giuseppe's World. We had a great conversation. And he tells me he's going to Panama and he's going to this one area in Panama that he's very excited to go to because there's, you know, some expats there. And, and I'm like, well, I, I know a friend. I have a friend down in Panama and uh, she lives in Boquete. Oh, well, that's where
1: I'm going. Well, you need to meet this person. Her name is Finka Feliz, also known as Lynn. I'd be interested
0: in that. I send the emails and Larry is showing up today after the show. How about that? See, this is this is the 11th house. This is Chattaria. This is the virtual community where the members are permeable. right? It's permeable membership. They float in, they float out. There's this osmotic relationship between the virtual and the real and back again. Lenny sounds like a great
1: guy. And he's a Capricorn. Try not to dwell on it especially with all this BS covid talk. I hear you, Kelly. Even my so I didn't I didn't delete your message.
0: So I think what happened, Senzof, is that there is a weird um like chat protocol in BoxCast. I had nothing to do with that. So BoxCast, whatever the chat protocol is, like keyword or something. So thank you for appreciating the shirt. And I did read your comment, nonetheless. Tiffer, what's happening?
1: Speaking of San Antonio. Where's Wendy? Yes, there is that. There is that. Hi, Claire.
0: Love the middle finger wave. <laughs> I'm off to Panama City to count ships at the canal. Two weeks ago, it was 80 on the Pacific side. Oh, that's lovely. Miss Nakia is here. What's
1: happening, Ryan? A Ryan sighting here. Good to see you, Ryan. They may just make
0: all this psychological warfare, of course. Mentioned this on Astro W, send me good vibes. Not victory, but the folks to listen. Think on my civic business, business. The ones that have ears to hear will hear you. That's the way it is.
1: That's the way it is. The ones that have ears to hear
0: will hear you. Here's what you can do. This is look if you want to invoke spiritual agency. This is a prayer that I used to do. This is a prayer that I would do when I would do a presentation. I don't do it as much anymore, probably should, at least internally. But I would do it before I would meditate. And the prayer was, and I would use the term Heavenly Father. Okay, so get over your baggage around the term. But I would use that term in my head, sometimes in public if I was doing something, but mostly in my head. Give me the ear, the eyes to see, the ears to hear, and the tongue to speak, so that I may be a vessel and a channel for your wisdom and your will. I that I would do that, right? I would do that. And in the meditation. Part of it, it was really good because I was giving him a meditation over to a much higher dimension and frequency, which was actually powerful in a lot of ways. So, Harriet, in your own language, in your own way, to yourself, say that. Say that as an experiment. Nobody else has to know. See what happens. Because when we do that, we, we literally are inviting what we would call spiritual agency into our lives.
1: Tropical hot dog night. This is a, you know, if you would notice here, Mr. AI, this thing is rocking with guitars. You know who gave this to me? My ex-wife gave this to me. I rarely wear it. Um, who else do we have? That the, 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 Down on Main Street, great song. Bob Sears got some soul. Uh, let's see, anniversaries are rough. My heart goes out to you, Kelly B. Absolutely. Alto sax, reed, love it. Yeah, yeah. he was great. Uh, let's see who else do we have here. The
0: medical system meat grinder, Rocky. It makes me feel crazy. Yeah. You know? Vindicated once again. someday they will listen to me.
1: I can't wait to meet Christine in 3D.
0: It's gonna that that's gonna be uh that's gonna be epic having Christine at our event. Shadow, I think that's our man, Mister B, up there by the big D. NC Vaccine Labs on high alert, working overtime, mandated from above. Yep. That's the, uh, research triangle.
1: Um, going shopping for food and supplies. Probably not a bad idea. There are
0: Ken's Karen's gangs, a whole neighbors. However, we're ultimately up against the military global. Yep. I extremely dislike the San Antonio mayor. I didn't vote for the fucker. I like, no, he's bad news. And, and, and do you realize that he has described himself as a libertarian? I, I find that hard to
1: believe. He's a dyed-in-the-wool Neiman Marxist. Uh, let's see. Katie Hobbs. Arizona
0: we're all veterans of a thousand psychic wars I love it I love it Bo little blue oyster cult veterans of the psychic wars I totally agree Scrubby's is here Scrubby's gonna be joining us in October it's gonna be good to see Tamar again looking forward to that all that money disappeared all that's left to show for it it is the BS plexiglass. Tom, if I could highlight your comment, I would.
1: 100. Steve gets it feds our occupiers in the first place. Absolutely. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? A friend in Zumba told me yesterday
0: that her husband died suddenly fly fishing. Ooh, not good. I guess if you're going to die, you may as well die fly fishing. I mean, seriously. That's actually kind of like you're dying, enjoying something that you're doing. Um, The river is spirit, right? It's It's baptismal. Right? So you're born again in the spirit, and then you theoretically die in the spirit. Look, it's never fun when somebody dies, and I'm sure your friend is really going to miss her husband. But I can think of
1: worse ways to die. You know, if you're going to go fly fishing, something you love, the river of life, it's a metaphor. The mind virus is creeping in again. That's true.
0: I think they're going to come at us with the virus and climate lockdown. It's going to be the one, two. Right. They're going to, it's the pincer attack. That's where it's going. The pincer, right, right here.
1: Uh, Let's see. My aunt died in a nursing home in Ohio. The PCR test is BS. PCR, however, isn't. Like basically, uh, that's how Kerry Mullis mapped out
0: the the you know the uh, the DNA strand that crick and watson kind of stumbled upon it was kind of like a, a deeper map of that the pcr test is bs pcr is not um title of the book that play played the fields of the mind right there dancing naked in the field. carrie Mullis. i read this when it first came out like this is a fucking good book Figures lie, and liars figure. Janine, Janine's going to be joining us in October. Uh, User 13 is here. What's happening, User 13?
1: Darlena Watson, she's a go-to for human design.
0: She'll be at the event. Darlena is a star. Uh, let's see, love Carrie Mullis. It's a great interview. Carrie, Carrie just says it the way it is, man. Says it the way it is. Another
1: suspicious death. What book? See my post about for the book. Uh, Let's see. What else do we have?
0: The silent generation is gone. Well, my mother's still around. Not so silent with me. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think Al Dog can make it, although he's welcome to come. Al Dog was great last
1: night on Sirius Sports. It is going to be some shindig. Longo is very Longo is interesting. I'd agree with you. I told I totally agree with you. Um, and the more that I get to know him
0: on a personal level, um, the more I like him. So it's you know. I call him my, my astrological son, and he kind of feels like that in a lot of ways. Uh, explain Rutgers. Rutgers has, is the, basically saying that if you're going to be there in the fall, you're going to need to be vaxxed up and masked. That's what Rutgers said. When I say vaxxed up, that includes the mRNA variety.
1: That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And Ms. Nakia says, just a matter of time till they all follow. It's true. Kelly B, if we could all hug you, we would. You're welcome.
0: You brought you brought up something interesting, and it's some Christine. I do want to have that uh, conversation at some point with Narco because there is somebody who he trashed that I am good friends with. I'm not going to say any names, so I do want to get. That's really what I'm talking about today, right? Like that is a conversation I do want to have, Uh, and and I miss that, but. I know that that's out there. So, uh, you know, people are young. Like he's young and people can make mistakes.
1: And I did like, how old is he? He's like 26, I think. And when I was 26, what was I doing when I was 26? I was trying to do good things at 26. But in some regards, I was failing miserably. Um, but when people are young, they can do stupid shit. And there are certainly things from 20 to 29 that I, you know, look back and go, "Yeah, I probably could have done that better. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? Yes, you're right. Thanks, Robert. No problem, scenes of We're here for you. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? My last post is Fakata. You can't make someone hear you. Am I
0: right, fellow projectors? You have So you have to ask, Christine. And every projector, this is according to Darlena, who is also a projector. Every projector has their... Um, Their group,
1: right? So, Christine, I I think your group is the rabbits. That is your group. They will listen to you. I know they will listen to you. Now, beyond that, it'll be interesting for you to be at the event. You'll find people you connect with. Uh, Let's see. Who else do we have here? Anybody new? Oh. he died
0: happy he was fly fishing right that's what she said he wanted right <laughs> there you go he died fly fishing i mean i could think of way worse ways to go way worse ways to
1: go um let's see are we caught up here i think we're pretty much caught up Heavenly Father, give me the ears to see,
0: uh, eyes to hear, and the tongue to speak, so that it may be a vessel and channel for your wisdom and your will. That's it. You can just say that to yourself. Nobody has to know.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll give you a real... Okay, so this is from the Phoenix Files.
0: This is from the Phoenix Files. There was a time in my life where I was, like, really connected
1: in that very intimate realm of, uh,
0: I don't even know how you call it, spirit, spirit communication. Um, not even communication, but, like, as an active agent. I was, I was very connected in my early 20s like around 22 22 23 and i remember coaching uh, these kids at the uh, shoreview recreation center and i was i was the uh, i was the afternoon guy like you got out of school you came to shoreview and we had programs or you can shoot around or whatever so that's what i did in college i worked with kids it was it was great fun. So we had our football team. It was flight football, and there was another uh, rec center that hurt that had their football team, and it was all flight football. And we had some really good athletes on on my team, and um, it was a kickoff,
1: and the ball went down the field. This kid
0: runs with it, and we had this. Samoan kid on our team his name was Adi Moa and Adi Moa was even at like 11 years old he was a physical specimen right and he goes down to pull his flag and as he pulls his flag the kid runs into Adi Moa's shoulder you know and he's like this little Samoan mac truck and he hits him with his nose and you know when you're a kid you get punched in the nose or something. It, it is. It is not fun. Right? It is not fun. And so he goes down, blood is gushing everywhere, and he's and he's, you know, just crying, you know, bloody murder, right? And it was in that moment where I connected w- with what I would call God. And I and I said, like, you know, basically. I need you here. I can't even remember what the, what the words were in my head, but I knew in that moment that this was something that was bigger. Right. And I, and I went in and I literally put my hand not on his nose, but by his nose.
1: And it was amazing. He stopped crying.
0: And then the bleeding actually stopped. His father was there on the sidelines. His father came running over and he calmed down. It was almost instantaneous. Like it was just a few seconds. I'm like, that was interesting. Like that was an interesting moment because I was, I was conscious and aware of like the spiritual agency in the moment. And it happened. It was right there. It was just like, So these things are real. And what happens is I think that we get caught up in the orthodoxy of miracles. Like miracles can only happen if you follow a particular script. And and I do think that there's
1: something to the, um, what I would call
0: the moral organizing principle. There is something to that. Because if you go outside the bounds of that too much, you're just gonna you're gonna you're gonna bleed out, and you won't be effective. You need a container. You need a vessel.
1: And um, and then there's there there is that connection, right, that we all have, and that and, and it and it's just waiting for people. It's like, well, thank you for inviting me. Here you go. Here you go,
0: and it was instantaneous. He went from, you know, a five alarm fire to, if there's such a thing, I know there's a three alarm, but he went from he went from intense crisis mode
1: to being calm, and um, it's like wow, that was a trip. Thank you, <laughs> right? So don't don't be afraid to lean into that. Because that's always there for us.
0: And if it's not, that, if it's not, if it doesn't register right away, then don't give up. You don't give up.
1: You know, when I when I was meditating, I used to be a big meditator.
0: And it was like, Well, why do you meditate? Well, to set the tone for the day, that was always part of it. But it was it was. Being at a certain point at a certain time, every day, right? It's kind of like uh, when young Kwai Chang came, went to the monastery, and all the other kids were playing around, and he just sat there. And you know they didn't let any of the kids in, and he just sat there, and he just sat there. And after a day or two, maybe two days, they opened the door and they bring him in, right? So it, it's you have to show up. You have to be consistent. And it's like, okay, well, look, they're making an effort. They're
1: here every day at this time. Well, I guess they're serious about this.
0: Well, let's work with them. That's how it works. So anyway, just a few little uh, spiritual tips there for you today. Um, I want to show you something really interesting. Now, again, it's
1: the internet. This may or may not be true, but I'm going to play you a little video here. And it really kind of blew my mind. Let me do this. So there's this guy, Derek Bros, who's on um, Twitter. He's pretty good, has a good feed. It's interesting. So we have the rainbow, right? Now, this is a laser. And the laser can burn through every single color but one. This one. Blue. Now, again, it's the internet. But
0: Is that a gold bar up there? I think it's a gold bar. Watch what happens. Here we go. Laser weapons can be programmed for different wavelengths. There was something blue they didn't want to burn.
1: Blue card did not burn in flames.
0: Okay, so whatever you think of the whole Maui thing, whether it's real. By the way, I'm going to have um, Daniel Aaron on the show on Friday. He's an astrologer that lives in Maui. And um, we're, going to, we're going to do a pre-record on Thursday. And he's going to be on the show on Friday. And we're going to get some boots on the ground intel. About what's going on there. So, why the blue car did
1: not burn in flames? You know, that's interesting. Same as the blue. Blue umbrella. We got some
0: noticers out there. Umbrella. Laser weapon and be programmed for different wavelengths there was something blue they didn't want to burn
1: blue car did not burn in flames same as the blue umbrella
0: so isn't it interesting that the
1: so-called democrats are blue uh,
0: just a coincidence, I think. Nearly. So, you know where my mind goes, oh, how do I get the tiles on my house to be blue? <laughs> on the roof of the house, how do we get them to be blue? Hmm.
1: Should we paint the house blue? Should I get blue cars? Should I just wear nothing but blue? I've always been a blue guy. But uh, should I wear nothing but blue?
0: as we protect ourselves uh, from the, uh, the fire of rain descending from the sky. It's an interesting concept, interesting part.
1: There you go, a little something to think about, a little something to
0: ponder from You know, um, I don't know how much more I have to add today to be honest with you, because I have so much to do that I mean, I may need to do a bit of an early exit I mean, we could talk more about the COVID bullshit because we know that theoretically it's coming. We can talk about um, Joe Biden's bullshit visit to Lahaina. We could talk about how. Um, well, we're going to have a bigger Lahaina discussion on Friday. It'll actually take place on Thursday, but on Friday we'll have a much bigger Lahaina discussion. So, if things come up between now and Friday, I will.
1: I will definitely bring them up. Um. And there's always more to talk about. There's always more to talk about. I mean, I can bring up anything right now. Let me see if I have anything else that I've sort of cordoned off here in terms of news items. Um. Well, this is coming. This is coming. We knew this was coming. At some point, to get on the internet, you're gonna have to prove your ID. Bill Gates, digital IDs are an effective tool against poverty. Except when you vote. When you vote, those digital IDs are racist. That's why I'm so excited about more SIP, and open source technology that could dismantle barriers worldwide. Really. So Elon
0: Musk has been talking about having to upload your license to be on Twitter to prove who you are, right? This is where we're headed. The, the days of doing this on this platform and this format are numbered. It has nothing to do with BoxCast, has nothing to do with Rumble. They will institute an internet-wide protocol. Now, we may figure out a way to populate the dark web but you're still gonna have to get on the internet
1: right so that's a barrier that is that is
0: a barrier and when they actually decide to implement this probably after this so-called next election because they don't want they don't want the digital id to be a barrier for people to um basically Rig elections, and and I have said that I think that the 2024 election is our last election as we know it, right? Because then Pluto moves into Aquarius, and we do move into shit like digital IDs. So I don't think that they could institute it that quickly, but somewhere um, between 2025 and 2026, we'll see
1: this. Right. Saturn will be in Aries,
0: which constrains the individual. Neptune will be in Aries as well. So you have a Neptune-Saturn conjunction. And they'll use all kinds of, you know, reasons. Or they'll use all kinds of um, stories and lies in order to, you know, put the final touches on the cage. And will it happen? That's really the, the, the big question. And... Again, I'm of the mindset that, in as much as they have these plans, and and we can even like throw that out with COVID, right, and whatever this next thing is.
1: That there are now
0: these, what I would call energetic monkeys in in the wrench or monkeys in the works. That is happening. So the best laid plans are not always going to come to fruition when they, when they start rolling these things out. Trust me on this.
1: They don't, for whatever reason.
0: And, and they may steamroll over the apparent gaffe or the apparent um, miscalculation,
1: but even that will have an effect. So, you know,
0: put on your armor of God and get ready to do battle here. And really the battle is about truth. It's where it is. It's about truth. And nobody, not everybody can hear it. Just the way it is. Not everybody can hear it. But the ones that can hear it will. And in order to face what's coming, right, we're going to need that. And we're going to need to be able to channel and uh, ground uh, Impeccability and uh, fearlessness. That's a that's a really challenging one for people. Is fearless, and the only way you can have fearlessness is to embody the spirit, right, of courage and love and faith. That is the higher vibration. And everybody's afraid at some point, right? But it had, but it's always what happens. You know, after you come face to face with it, like even professional football players who've been playing football for a long time before every game, like there are guys who will throw up. Before a game. They will not be right until they throw up.
1: Because they're afraid. Like it is it is
0: it is a gag reflex with fear. So they they will vomit, right? And once they vomit, they're good. Or if they don't vomit, they'll go onto the field. And when they have the first hit, then it's like, okay, I'm in the game. I'm in the game. And and that's that first hit that kind of shocks them into another level of awareness. I remember one time I got into a a, a fight when I was uh, in high school. And uh, I didn't get many fights. I got into a few in high school um, more when I was in like uh, grade school, but I, I was at a, I was at a, a San Jose earthquakes game and I was with my friends and that's back when I was, when I was doing karate, right? I was, I was taking Taekwondo and I think, I think we might've been stoned. We're walking around and you know, you, you bump into other dudes and and I had a friend who was kind of a lightning rod for that. And he was the one that actually, like, you know, did the shoulder bump for this other guy. And these guys start barking at us. And this one kid, like, like points at me and he says, that motherfucker's a pussy. <laughs> I, I kind of lost it. I'm like, fuck you, we're going now, (laughs) right? So it was one of those fights at a a sporting event. I was that guy. And and I remember um, all of a sudden he comes after me and he throws this haymaker and he hits me in the ear, right? And my ear starts ringing. And that was that moment. I'm like,
1: okay, I'm going to fucking fight now, right?
0: I'm going to fight. And the kid was not a bad fighter, I have to say. But, you know, my, my karate skills kicked in, right? And I got in a stance and I started like throwing kicks at this dude. And he didn't know, he didn't know what was happening. And I threw a round kick and he kind of got his elbow up and he caught me um, on the instep of my foot and it really fucking hurt later. Right? Like his elbow went right in the instep of my foot. But, you know, I clearly got the best of the dude, And uh, I remember getting, we got got broken up by the security guards and everything. And I think that was maybe the second to last fight I got into. There was another one after that that was really ugly. Wound up rolling around in the dirt and the mud. And, like, it was an ugly one. But um, that's what happens, right? You All of a sudden, I got clipped in the ear. I'm like, oh, I'm in a fight now. <laughs> I may as well do something. So there you go. It's a metaphor.
1: We'll figure out what to do when we get clipped in the ear with a haymaker
0: and we spring into action. All right, I'm out of here for today. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. We'll have a longer show tomorrow, uh, I promise. But today I just uh, it's it's like it's like an international airport. I got I got planes coming in and out today. So, thank you all for being here. Chataria. thanks for being here. Um, and yeah, Wendy, if you're listening, we hope you're okay and fine. And we hope to see you again uh, because you're missed. So, there you go. All right, take good care. Use your head in order to start what's real, to your heart to stay open what's possible. I'm Robert Phoenix. You are you, and bye for now.
1: They would pay
0: to play with him. Number one, celebrity is the ex-president. Number two, to curry favor. Whatever you think of him and his current position, Obama is still incredibly powerful. And to get a one-on-one audience with him on the golf course, for some people, it'd be worth, I don't know, $100,000, $200,000 if the investment and the payoff could be in the millions, that's a small, that's a small investment to make. So maybe this was something that he had to do, right? Maybe this was a
1: paid engagement and he couldn't not do it, right? Like the money is probably already in the bank. And once it's in the bank, it's hard to give it back.
0: That's my, that's my thought. I mean, so, It's either arrogance and some form of trying to forget what happened or this was a golf date that had already been planned and he couldn't get out of it. And I would say that it's probably financial or maybe he owed somebody a favor. One of the two. That's my my thought. Something happened
1: here. So now we add it up, right? We add up
0: the fact that they said they weren't there, but then they were. His body was 100 feet away from the shore, eight feet under. Come on. Supposedly, there were people on paddle boards there. Supposedly, people went over to see if he was okay, right? That doesn't add up either. Like, that does not add up. If somebody was there and, who, and, and he wasn't okay, then what happened?
1: Then what happened? Did they just decide that they
0: were going to put him on the paddleboard and drop him off? I mean, there's all sorts of really weird, high, strange speculation. Now, the other piece is that somebody was supposed to have been on the paddleboard with him. So none of this adds up. The 911 call, we looked at this on the Sunday night show with the log. There's no number associated with that call. And supposedly that call was made two miles outside of the um, Obama mansion, two miles away.
1: No name, no number associated with it. Who
0: did that? Who made that call? And then the other piece was that they wanted him to be uh, given an autopsy by the D.C. police. Of course, you have Muriel Bowser, who's the mayor of D.C., right, who I think is probably very much an Obama ally and could, you know, run their own kind of coroner operation just like the Clintons did out of of Arkansas with their absolutely corrupt coroner. So there's all kinds of, again, really weird shit and questions that have not been answered and nobody on the mainstream media is covering this. They're just going to kind of go, oh, how unfortunate, right?
1: But what's happened since then? Well, guess what? Devin Archer sang like a canary. He
0: sang like a canary. You know, I keep looking for the little bluebird on Twitter, and I have to remember that it's a fucking X now.
1: Let's see, right here, right here. So Devin Archer testified yesterday. They were going to arrest him. He's already in fucking prison. Devin Archer provided the last piece
0: of the puzzle. The Republican House is from Vernon Jones. I guess he's running for governor of uh, Georgia. Republican House must not worry about the Senate not doing the right thing in convicting President Biden, nor should the House GOP be concerned about the injustice of the Justice Department, the lack of the investigation by the FBI, or the 2024 election results. Do the right thing. Proceed with the impeachment inquiry. So he's in trouble. Right? He is in trouble. Devin Archer basically said that the big guy is Joe Biden. He's a, he was
1: in on calls. They were there doing government business. He was vice president of the United States.
0: It's corruption. This is from Miranda Devine. I guess she's from what, the New York Post? Uh, the DOJ is trying to arrest Devin Archer just ahead of the bombshell testimony Monday about Joe Biden's involvement in his son Hunter's Ukraine business when he was VP. U.S. Attorney in the Southern District New York, Damian Williams, issued a menacing letter yesterday telling Judge Abrams to order Archer to go to jail immediately to serve a one-year sentence for a fraud conviction. Didn't happen. He testified.
1: He testified. This is from July 30th. Oh, look, they're golfing.
0: Hunter Biden, this is from um, 23rd of July, put then-VP Dad Joe on the phone with business associates at least two dozen times. Ex-partner Devin Archer to testify.
1: He did. He did. They tried to, they tried to jail him up. Got it. He got it out. the southern district of New York is so fucking
0: corrupt. That's this thing is significant, right? So that's this happened. But keep in mind now this happened in the vacuum or, or or I'll call it a vacuum of the event at the Obamas. I think Obama is compromised. Like I think I think he can do things but something, something significant has happened here. And as much as he's been radioactive at times, maybe in the past, um, I feel like, like this is super kryptonite. This isn't just your regular standard issue. This is super kryptonite. So you've got that. That happened. Um, again, just days afterwards, the judge basically, and this is interesting. In terms of the timing, they knew that this stuff with Devin Archer was going to come out. And so Hunter Biden's team said, well, the plea deal is blanket immunity, right? Like, like, we'll testify and we'll plead guilty as long as we get blanket immunity for anything, including this. And it was denied. That's on the heels of the whole Obama event. So that's two major strikes against and Biden. And you have to wonder if that would have happened if Obama had not been compromised on some level. You may think, well, they don't give a shit. They don't care about Biden. They'll just get Harris in there. I don't really fully agree with that. Then this came out as well,
1: that Ashley Biden... Finally
0: admitted to the fact that that indeed was her diary. That, that was her. And it's weird, right? Because the Ashley Biden diary was considered to be stolen, and Project Veritas got a hold of it. And then you have the Hunter Biden laptop, which was left at the uh, more than one, left, left at the laptop repair. What is it with the Biden kids leaving shit behind? It's kind of like they have an unconscious desire to be found out, you know, sometimes people do things unconsciously or subconsciously and they want their absolute worst fears and worst nightmares exposed. So now it's been, now it's official. Yeah. That's her, that's her diary. Cause there was, there was a period where it was denied, 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 even though she wanted it back. And supposedly the people that stole it, which I guess was part of the, uh, project Veritas team. I don't think they stole it. They acquired it,
1: which is different. So you start
0: to add these things up and, and these, like I'm telling you, the wall is going to come down here. And, and I'm not saying that it is a panacea for deliverance. I mean, just like when the Berlin wall came down, it led to other things that became much more problematic in some ways. Like this was its own problem. But once the wall came down, the EU moved forward and look at, look at what's happened. So just keep this in mind, right? Cause these things are happening and Biden has taken on water in a big way, but then what happens as a result of it
1: Be careful what you wish for.
0: Now, and I'm not saying that that won't turn out high, strange, and weird, because more than likely due to the times where it will. But um, in a time where there's unintended consequences, those unintended consequences, I think, can be uh, equally as strange and damaging as the ones that are intended. All right. I wouldn't call it hopium. It's not hopium. I'm just seeing like what's going on. And then we're kind of looking into how this thing has unfolded and will continue to unfold in what I would call a very compromised situation at the White House because the global brain has been compromised. And uh, we'll just keep finding out here on this, on this Aquarian full moon. And uh, who knows what else will be exposed. All right. Thanks for being here. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of 15 Minutes of Flame. Uh, True Hemp Science. Got to mention our sponsor, some of the best hemp products that you can get and use for your body. Go to TrueHempScience.com. Type in 15 minutes. It's 1-5-M-I-N-S. When you buy $100 a product or more, and you'll get free product. Think about that $150 gives you free shipping and there's always a 30 day money back guarantee. Trueham science.com the one and only sponsor of this show. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. The special guest. You see, I didn't tell you who the guest is. I know who the guest is and you'll find out tomorrow and we're going to break down RFK on Jimmy Dore. It'll be fun. All right. Use your head in order to discern what's real your heart two set what's possible. I'm Robert Phoenix and, uh, Take good care. Chatari, you're the best.
1: Bye.